This is What Good and welcome to episode one, It's Tradition. Let's get to the meat of the matter, shall we? We've all come for storytelling, but let's start at the beginning. Oral traditions are messages that are passed down from generation to generation, and storytelling is just one example of those oral traditions. Storytelling makes up the DNA of Caribbean and African culture. It survives the test of time because, you see, these stories touch on social changes and press on concerns that affect each era, and there's always something that an audience can resonate with. The purpose of stories at their core is to educate and entertain. In an article that I read recently by Caribbean Beat, the article was called Telling Tales, Caribbean Storytelling, and they perfectly summed up what storytelling is. It says, stories reinforce traditions, explode myths, and explain our lives and our history, celebrating the living and the dead, providing entertainment and laughter. And we know that that is the perfect explanation as to what storytelling is and how audiences are entertained and why they love them so much. No, this podcast is not only to share stories, but to pay homage to those who have come before us. And there are a few storytellers that I would like to name. Those who have passed on, those who are still with us doing great things in the community, let me share. We've got Paul King Douglas from Grenada and Trinidad. We've got Mark Matthews from Guyana. We've got my absolute favorite, uh, Dr. Louise Bennett Cloverly. Yes, Miss Lou. Any Jamaicans in the house? Yay! Miss Lou was a genius and responsible for the reason why I'm here with you today, to share these stories. She help to let us understand the importance of embracing our culture on a big level instead of accommodating. She said, speak out the patois, and she shared it with the world. And I am here to share the stories that have been passed down from generations to generations throughout the Caribbean and Africa so that we know where we come from and where we're going so that we can rise up to the occasion and also knowing to be a little more witty than the other guy. <laughs> Let's go on with the list, shall we? We've got Alfred from Barbados. We've got George from St. Lucia. We've got Rita Cox from Canada and originating from Trinidad. And we've got Sandra Whiting from Canada, originating from Jamaica. And there are so many more. We've also got my favorite, Jane Blake from England. And wow, let me tell you that these amazing storytellers have left an impression on myself. And I hope that I will be able to continue to grow your love for storytelling the way that they grew mine. Well, I have a few stories that I want to share as we go on throughout these podcasts, but today I'm going to share you the first story that I shared with a large audience, and I'm hoping that you will get the joy that that audience did as well and be able to carry on the conversation with your family and friends because this is what it's all about, learning something new, reminiscing about the old days, and of course, 
What good? Hey, <laughs> so the story that I'm going to share with you today is an Anansi story. So let's take a minute and talk about Anansi, shall we? For those who already know, bring together the younger ones who may not, because this is a brief explanation as to who Anansi is and why we love the story so much. You see, Anansi is a mythical creature. He has the face of a man and the body of a spider. But you see, Anansi wasn't just a weird, cokey character. He was the first Spider-Man. And of course, he was very, very clever. He was known as a trickster. And boy, let me tell you, a lot of people would say that Anansi was lazy. But you see, Anansi had a way of getting himself in and out of trouble and winning at the same time. There are times when he did things didn't pan out his way, but <laughs> it was time for him to learn a lesson. So we know Nancy as being a trickster. He's a trickster character who does many, many different things to A, prove how clever he is, B, to teach somebody a lesson, or C, just to get an advantage on the other guy. And these stories are the ones that we love so much. Nancy's stories originated in West Africa, in the area that we now know as Ghana, and was brought across the, the Atlantic through the transatlantic slave trade and it was brought to the Americas and the Caribbean but if you ask a Jamaican they all fill there but it's not true Jamaica hail you up but these stories traveled so far and wide you see the characters were often changed in the Americas you've got Brer Rabbit and others but in the Caribbean we stuck with Anansi and we have many many stories to tell and as you follow me on the this journey and throughout this podcast, I will be sharing those with you as well. So let's start into the story now. This story is called Anansi and Common Sense. Anansi was a collector of all kinds of things. He would collect shoes, he would collect clothes, he would collect all kinds of things, buckle, coconut. As a matter of fact, on Sunday, Anansi would go around to everybody's house and collect Sunday dinner. You see, Anansi was always looking to make a dollar. But on this particular day, Anansi was sitting and thinking to himself, what could he do in order to get some money? Just to make a little bit of money, what could he do? He looked around all the things that he collected and realized that mm, there wasn't much money in these things. So Anansi sat and he thought to himself and he thought to himself and he decided, hey, now, if I could collect all of the common sense in the world, then everybody would have to come to me for a little common sense. And well, me being a Nancy, me would charge them big, big money for the little bit of common sense. Hmm. And Nancy was very satisfied with his idea. So he went and picked up a bag and started to go around and collect common sense. Now, where did Nancy go for that? Hey, and Nancy, of course, went to the regular places. He went to the library, he went to the government building, he went to the university, he went to the little school, he went to all kinds of places. He went to the grocery store and he definitely went to the ear salon because, you know, that's where all the susu is. And Nancy continued to collect and collect and collect. And the bag that he was carrying just continued to stretch and stretch and stretch. And he got to one point where the scandal bag, whoops, tear out and the common sense started to leak out and Anansi was like ah what's going on here so Anansi decided that he was going to put the common sense in a paper bag so Anansi started to put the stuff into the paper bag and as he went on and the 
bag dragged on the ground. Of course, you know that the paper bag tore and the common sense started to come out again. Well, how was Anansi supposed to make money if everybody was going to get this common sense? Anansi was so upset. Let me tell you what he did. Anansi went and got himself a big calabash. And Anansi put the common sense in the calabash, knocked the side, Bop, bop, and knew that it was firm. So when Anzi continued to collect common sense, and when he was satisfied that he had collected all of the common sense in the world, Anansi thought he's going to need to hide the calabash so that people couldn't just come and take out the common sense whenever they feel like. So when Anansi looked left, he looked right, him looked high, him looked low, and him decides that he is going to put the calabash at the top of a large eucalyptus tree. And Nancy looked up, up, up and saw a far branch and decided that that is where the calabash would sit. So when Nancy took a rope and he wrapped one end around the neck of the calabash and he wrapped the other end around him belly. And Nancy made his way slowly to the tree and began to climb. But with the calabash between him belly and the tree, it was a little hard to climb. But Nancy went up and up and off. Boof! Drop. Up and up and up. Boof! drop and by this time Anansi started to accumulate a little bit of crowd and everybody was wondering what is it that this crazy Anansi was doing no hmm. and in the crowd was a little girl we call this little girl Susie because Susie just seemed like a cute name right so Susie was about maybe five years old and Susie was watching all of the commotion so while Anansi was trying his third fourth maybe it was his 15th attempt to climb up the tree Nobody really knows. He was about halfway up and very proud of himself. But as he started to lose grip, little Susie looked up and said, Brian Nancy. And Nancy, kissing teeth and looked down thinking, what is it this little picnic could want to tell me now? She not see me in a calamity. Mm. Little Susie said, Brian Nancy, wouldn't it make more sense to put the calabash pan your back so you could climb the tree easily and quickly? Eh. After Nancy spent so much time collecting all of the common sense in other world, and it's supposed to be all in at this calabash pan for him belly, how is it that this little picnic could come in her yard and can't give him some advice? And Nancy was so upset. When I tell you what Nancy was mad, him pull the rope and him take the calabash and him fling it aground. When the calabash hit the ground, let me tell you, Pashai, it scattered into pieces and common sense went east, it went west, it went north, it went south, it surrounded the world. And that is why in every part of the world, everybody have a little bit of common sense. You see, it's a Nancy make it so. Jack Mandura, me not choose none. <laughs> Hey, you see, I love to tell Nancy stories because we just have the most fun with them. And I'm glad that you're on this journey with me. So let me share. Every Tuesday, we'll be uploading new episodes of What Good. So from now until then, we want to say bless you and continue to talk the tales with your family. And most of all, What Good.